is for pussies. What? Therapy is for pussies. And I should know I've been going to a therapist for a good portion of my life, Tyler. Mm-hmm. And I got I feel like I should be able to get my money back. Well, why is it for pussies? Uh, deal with your own problems. Like what? Oh, my, you know, dad used to burn me with an iron and make me eat lit cigarettes. Like everybody's got their own problems, man. Like I don't enough enough. You're wallowing in it. You're making it worse. Dad fed you lit cigarettes. I mean, when you got something to eat, when he had time to spend (laughs) with me to light those cigarettes. Yeah, Tyler. But you know, what's actually really funny. And this is where I'm going with this. I had, and I'm using this term almost jokingly, a recovered memory this week. Isn't that weird how that works? Well, it's, it's, there are certain blocks you put in your brain to keep those memories from coming up sometimes. Well, see, it wasn't even that. Now, now I understand that you're going to be smoking that. Are you just going to be straight up chewing on it the whole show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they can't hear it. They definitely can, as can I. So it wasn't even that it was something that happened to me that I just straight up blacked out or I blocked out. I just hadn't thought about it in a little while. So it came to me and I was like, holy crap, I can't believe that this happened. Okay. I went to a therapist and it was in the middle of all of my crazy relationship problems. Uh, My son had just been born, which had conjured up all these crazy feelings inside of me. Of course. And I was in the middle of a a particularly toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. I told him, I'm thinking about breaking this thing off and just being by myself for a little while. You told your boyfriend or your therapist? Um, Well, the boyfriend was waiting outside. (laughs) He was the cause of most of my problems, so he couldn't be in for most sessions. (laughs) Did you ask your therapist to tell him for you? Why is there a plate glass window in between us? This is weird. But so I told this guy, I'm thinking about just, you know, spending some time by myself and really getting to know myself. Okay. You know what he told me? What? You won't do that. Wow. And I said, I, I'm sorry. I mean, this is maybe 10, 15 years ago. And, yeah. I was, and I'm like, what? And he's like, you'll never do that. <laughs> you will never do that. You're going to go from one relationship to the next. Wow. What, what's your take on that kind of therapy? I will say that it's definitely not for everybody, but I think for certain people, and I, I'm sure you're one of them, mm-hmm. that's that's absolutely the way to go. Well, and that guy sounds like he knows what he's doing. No, and I'm glad that you said it that way. And this, I think, is maybe a strange way to use this platform, but I, I want to use it this way. Okay. <clears throat> Who's learning to approach a relationship from a place of love instead of a place of need now, bitch? Ow! Ow! You're not my dad! <laughs> no, he is not. I was shocked when he said that. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, are you allowed to talk to me like this? <laughs> I want to speak to your manager. <laughs> Sir, I am a white paying customer. How dare you talk to me Do like that? Do you not see my skin tone? <laughs> wow. And I mean, I honestly, good on him. Good uh, on him. Okay. Now, and I have a funny aside that I think wraps this whole story up Please. In, in a nice little package. And that is after a while, and my son had been around for a little bit, I started adjusting a little bit. So I, I and I was just, you know, kind of a nincompoop at that time. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of stopped showing up. Okay. And towards that time where the very end of when I was coming, he started bringing me presents. He was bringing me things every week I would come in. He's like, oh, I had this leftover and and I brought it for you. Okay. Wow. How nice. Yeah. Once I stopped coming, he contacted a bunch of people looking for me, trying to get trying to figure out where I was and what was going on. Why? I don't know, Tyler. I did not get back in touch with him. Was he in love with you? I don't know terrible kisser when it comes to being injected by your doctor my name is ryan my name is tyler and we are those guys you hate
Salutations, my Haitians, and welcome to the show that's addicted to brake fluid, but can stop whenever it wants. To my left, Tyler Russian nesting doll Menendez. Tyler, how you been being? Is that a joke about how much thinner I'm getting through over, over the months? No, it's actually about how you're full of yourself. All right. That could, that could not have worked out better, Tyler. You're ruining it. I, You're ruining I, it. I write these things and I'm like, what if he doesn't answer this way? And that could not have worked. That could not have worked out better. I'm here. I could be here. I'm glad I could be here. Honestly, for you. you crushed that one. On today's show, once again, a porn star gets shit faced. Oh, I like where that's going. And later on today's show, I'm going to tell you another step-by-step -step process on how to be like me. I'm going to go ahead and set that one out, Tyler, because I've seen the way you run your life, and I don't know that I want to be part of that three-day seminar. Tyler, session 49, can you believe it? It's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. One away from session 50, mm -hmm. who gives a bleep? Yeah. Uh, Sci-fi edition. It is the Sci-fi edition. It is the quarter quell next next week, Tyler. Isn't that incredible? That is incredible. Session 5-0, but for now, we're on session 49. 49, Tyler, the international calling code for? Australia. Germany. You are oh. close. You are so friggin' close. Not really. Now, also, the 49ers... The people who participated in the, the California gold rush, do you know why they're called that? No, I do not. Because it was 1849. Mm. I mean, it makes sense, but I didn't know that. That does make sense. Of course, you have the San Francisco football team. And finally, it's the average number of poops a sloth has in a week, Tyler. Oh. Yeah, they have to crawl all the way down onto the floor. It's the only time that they are um, susceptible to predators. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Uh, well, it, hey, it's good to keep up a healthy BM schedule. Uh, you are Axel. How does your BM schedule? Are you regular? How does it work oh, out? Oh, I'm regular. I have, a, I have a schedule what's that your I, what's your, what, like, what are we looking at? Here? I do it right when I wake up and uh -huh. then I do it, uh, right after breakfast. Oh, you know what? You and I, much like when women live together, I think that our schedules have synced up, Tyler, because that's exactly what I got going on too. I'm a two timer <laughs> yep, yep. before noon. Yeah. The moment I, okay, we're getting too deep into this. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting too deep into the poop talk. Into our South American friends. Hello. I'm glad that you are making me laugh because I'm having a rough week, Tyler. Mm -hmm. I, honestly, I, I'm having trouble thinking straight. You mean like in a gay way or you're just being dumb? No, I'm literally having a trouble thinking straight. Are you just going to straight up eat that thing? I'm wondering what's going to happen. I can hear you eating it, Tyler. I'm so excited. Why are you literally chewing on it? I don't know. It's a It's a habit. It's a need. Tyler and I like to put on different costumes for the show because we record it and we cut them up into little clips to send out. Yeah. Now, uh, we fight over these these costume props as if we were in some sort of, you know, wedding photo booth. Yes. Where people are holding up mustaches and just look like assholes. And by the way, nobody's interested in those photos at all. No. Nobody gives a shit about that. And you don't even look like you're having fun. You're all sweaty and shiny from all the alcohol. Nonetheless, like me right now, Tyler likes to pick whichever prop is going to knock off his, his headphones. He likes to chew directly on things into the microphone. It's just like trying to to wrangle a Tasmanian devil, bro. I don't agree with that first one, but I don't that, care that what you agree with. That second one has some reason to it. All of it does. So anyway, here's what my here's why I'm having trouble thinking straight. Number one, the chewing. Number two. I've been driving around for a couple days without any windshield wiper fluid in my car, and I I can't concentrate on anything else. It's like having a scratch on your glasses. It's the worst thing ever. Um. So why don't you just go get some wiper windshield wiper fluid? Why don't I become a CEO at a Fortune 500 company, Tyler? Yeah, you could fix all my problems with one sentence. Very impressive. I'm telling you, it's a problem. Oh, <laughs> and your and your responses to 
Fix it? Yes. Fuck off, Tyler. All right. All right. Yeah. No one what this is, is the depression index. And what that is, is a machine that I built with my hands very poorly. And we crank it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler, tell me, how down are you, you artistic looking Emmer Ever? Thank you so much, Ryan. For this one on session 49, our theme of the week is going to be extremes. Say it with me, kids. Extremes. If your kids are listening to this, you are a bad parent. Or at least I should say kids at the age of learning the word extremes. Go to sleep, you little fucker. (laughs) Now, this one is important to me, so please bear with me. I had somewhat of a breakthrough this week, and I wish to share it with you all. Ryan, close your ears. This isn't for you. La, 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 la. Now, Ryan will be the first to tell you that I have lived my life in a constant state of extremes. Oh. So, is that that an affirmative? Well, no, what I'm trying to do is play the part of the audience. Woof. Gotcha. Something I didn't even begin to realize that I did until my late 20s. While it's something I have improved quite a bit on, I still have so much more to do. New perspective. I always pictured myself jumping from one extreme to the other, moving from good to bad, bad to good, always asking myself why I could never stop in the middle and find Balance. Yes, Ryan. Did you know while all that was happening that you were exhibiting extremes or is it something that just came to you as time went by? Well, it was once I got into my late 20s and I realized that I was fucking miserable and I was torturing myself every day. Yeah. I was thinking to myself, I can't live with myself. And then that's when you, along with Josette and whatnot, introduced me to what I'm doing now. And fuck you for doing that, man. Crack. <laughs> it's really taking the, the lid off of this thing. I appreciate I, it. So I keep my artistic body right. Sometimes you just have to come home from a long day of work and smoke some crack. <laughs> or smoke some crack before going into work. Honestly, your efficiency goes through the roof. But so does your taste for flesh. <laughs> and then uh, it dawned on me as I was asking myself for many, many years, why do I keep jumping between extremes? And it dawns on me, I wasn't moving. At all. I never once shifted my position. The only Metaphorically thing- Metaphorically or physically? Uh, nah, both. Okay. Uh, the o- Is that a fat joke? No, uh, well, it, well, slowly getting there. The only thing that changed was my perception of it. And to close this out, I'd like to give everyone some small perspective. Physiologically, being incredibly excited for something and having an, an anxiety attack are the exact same thing. So why does one feel really good and the other terrible? What's the difference? I, honestly, I, that is what I'm going through right now. You, What you said is something that I am in the middle of right now. When I was younger, those feelings used to be feelings of excitement. And somewhere, they turned into feelings of dread. Of fear. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? And I think that's the key, is once you know that feeling, you can literally change your physiology by thinking about it. Absolutely. You, I, change, your, you change your brain and your body will fall. That is exactly right, man. Mm-hmm. That is uh, look, This guy, it sounds like you've been reading the Bible, Tyler. <laughs> Go ahead and crank this bad boy. Yeah, they don't, this whole bullshit, this, this whole mental health bullshit community, they have ensnared me in the web, Ryan. As above, so below, <laughs> Tyler. I love where your head's at. Crank that bad boy. This week, I am at, holy shit, Ryan, I'm at a three. What? I don't like it. Ow! Oh, no. Ow! You should have to do more than that. Two. I'm happy to hear that you're doing well, but man, I hate to see you smile. I know. I know. Gay it up. Um, now, this week, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about a personal 
conversation that I had with street producer Lenny. Now, the issue is, I don't know if he would be okay with me talking about this on the air. Before we started doing this, I wanted to text with him and make sure that it was okay so I didn't, you know, unscrupulously divulge anything that I shouldn't have. Okay. The issue, he sent me a text that I didn't feel like responding to, so I'm just gonna go with it and hope that I can apologize afterwards. Now, he is not a spiritual man. He is a good man and he does things um, right or the belief that doing the right thing is the right thing to do, he's, and that's it. He's simply a morally just human being. Still going to hell. But uh, he said something to me that it really resonated with me. And he said there was a point in his life, Lenny, I hope you're cool with this, that he looked back on the morals that he had as a child and wondered, where did I stop doing that? When, I think sometimes when we're young, we see ourselves in the future as this bright, shining beacon of hope and light. For sure. And at some point we lose that. Why? I think that the standard that we set for ourselves, especially in today's day and age with all the information being pumped at us, sets us up for a totally unreasonable standard where everybody has to be LeBron James. Everybody has to be Vanessa Black? Williams. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who's, what, who's Vanessa Williams? Uh, the third sister, she's really popular. Serena Williams is what I meant to say. I meant to say Venus Williams. Damn it! I, I don't know if we're gonna cut this. I don't know if we're not gonna cut this. I don't know how to make this funny. I'm not sure what to do with it. Are you having a stroke? What do we do? Uh, 911, I believe, is the is the number. I taste pennies. Um, so, what am I getting wrong? Serena Williams? You got Serena Williams and, and Venus. Venus Williams. Sure, yeah, all sure. right. Mm -hmm. And all I'm trying to say is that we are, we're doing it to ourselves through social media, through Instagram, through Facebook, all this stuff. We see highlight reels on a constant basis. And so our brain tells us we're not doing that. We're not good enough. We're not living well, up to the standard that others are setting. But that's a note that we hit a lot on this show. But how does that apply to morals? Uh, well, it's very easy to change your perception of the world. Yeah. If I'm not there, I must have done something wrong. Yeah. I'm wrong. Well, I'm fucked up. I'm whatever it is. Here's the deal. And I've gone on a screed and a tirade against the word cool. I think that the word cool was something that did me terribly growing up because all I wanted was not to be good, not to be just, not to be something that would impress people with my morals. I wanted to be cool. And mm. my perception of what cool was was being uh, uh, not a good person. I didn't realize that until the end, it's being not a good person. But was it was it not, were you saying to yourself, I wanna be cool or was it more, I just wanna feel this way? You imagine this image in your mind and you think, well, if I'm cool, I'm gonna get the girls and I'm gonna be awesome and everyone will love me. Or, or, would you say that you were looking for a specific emotion through that coolness? I used to have this thought and I don't know if this answers your question. And then I'll bring this to a wrap because I, I know we're getting a little deep So here. gay. I used to have the thought when I was, before mom and dad ever divorced, when I was still back in my normal- Whoa, spoiler alert. Oh, oh yeah, we weren't supposed to reveal that until the hundredth episode. We'll cut that. Um, but I used to have the thought, and this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing, but I'm gonna go with it. All right, all right. When I grow up, I wanna be famous, and okay. here's why. Because I right. think a lot of people think that even more so now. Oh, for sure. When I go from place to place, 
I don't want to have to prove myself to people. I want them to already know how great I am. Oh, wow. I, I get that. I don't know if that answers your question or not, but that is where I started from. Yeah. So it's basically, I want that feeling of when I walk into a room, I already have everybody's respect. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I don't want to have to actually be that person. I just want you to think that I'm that. Well, I don't have any respect for myself, so I need everybody around me to feel that way about me. Thank God I didn't have any perspective at that time because it <laughs> probably would have killed me. I am at eight. I had a, I actually had a really good week this week, man. I'm at a two. You always have to outdo me. I'm actually at a six, but I cannot be on top. You, oh. I just, because honestly. The machine knows you're lying. My triceps get tired. And at one point, you know, a dainty top needs to roll over. You know what I mean? Now, Tyler, what I like about this show is that we work things out on air. You, I, we have a great community of very creative people, and I want to know how to do this. I've been trying to put a lot of branding on this show, just making it not just two guys writing some shit down and throwing it at each other. I want there to be a flow to it. Of course. Now, we've done a lot of PSA for your ASS. Mm -hmm. Now, what I was thinking is maybe we could get a little sounder or something like that where we're actually just giving a PSA. That's so great that you said that because I'm halfway done on one that I have for, you know, whether it be next week or 51 well, or whatever it is. I wasn't even talking about a segment. I'm talking about just like little PSA for your ASS. And let's, I'm going to put this out here. Let's hear, maybe somebody will hear this and fire it back to us. with Produce the show for us. Yeah, okay? do our work for us, please. Ladies. Oh boy. Your mom hasn't told you this, okay? But you need to shave your butthole too, okay? You can't just stop at the taint. That's not the great divide. We don't have the northern and the southern hemisphere, okay? It's not like when you're, you're bent over, we don't see that. You need to keep going, okay? No more South Florida mullets. This is literally a PSA for your ASS. That's not a party in the back. That's shag carpeting. What do you think about that? Ladies, I think you should do whatever makes you happy. Fuck it. Just put some beads in it like Bo Derek from 10. Oh, I'm, I'm down with that. I, I, I hate you. Let's do some week interview, Tyler. And for all of you newbies out there who don't know, week in review is where Tyler and I, and I know this is going to be hard to believe, we make some mistakes every now and then around here. Uh, every once in a while. It's happened, I think, on episode 26. So we go back, we look it up, we make fun of ourselves, we make fun of each other, and hopefully you enjoy it. This is week in review. Tyler, last week we discussed Michelle McNamara. Do you remember who that is? I do not. She's the one who, and I'm really trying not to say Pat Oswalt's wife, because that's a bleep hole move. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, not, you are just the stereotype of all things that are wrong with this country. No, 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 no. What I Jesus. Sorry, talk about you don't talk, you don't know her unless I mention her famous husband. Ryan, I was saying I totally agree with you not wanting to go the route of this is Patton Oswalt's wife. You're trying to show her respect. Tyler, have you ever seen Mystique, John Stamos's wife? Uh that's John Stamos's wife? It used to be. Rebecca Romaine Stamos, they got divorced. Damn. Sorry about that, guys. I hope the kids are doing okay. Gorgeous. Now I'm talking she, about him. She, he's incredible. Incredible. And he is held up like a fine wine, like bro. A, like a Mario Lopez, I, What man. I'm saying is I'd suck him dry. Mm -hmm. Now, she wrote a book on the Golden State Killer, and we were wondering on whether it had anything to do with the Golden State Killer being caught. Such an interesting conversation. I know that was a wordy mother bleeping sentence, but did I find out? I hope so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was really loud. <laughs> it was. Now, for all of you who don't know who the Golden State Killer was, who didn't get a lot of pub up until just recently, and he was one of the, the most rat bastardists 
of the rat bastards. I wonder if it has to do why he didn't get so much attention is because once you pass a certain line of depravity, you can't really sell it anymore on like national TV and whatnot. Well, do you think that's true? Or look at Ted Bundy. Look at um, Jeffrey Dahmer. Look at Jeffrey Dahmer. Look at some of these people. I think it's the fact that this guy is still out there. I, what she just caught, he got caught very recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the Golden State Killer was caught a couple days after the two-year anniversary of Michelle McNamara's accidental death. Okay. She she had an accidental prescription drug overdose, oh which my is God. such a bummer. And he was, it, Pat Oswald, who I think is one of the smart, not my favorite, but one of the smartest, like Robin Williams, one of the smartest comedians out there. Sometimes it's a little too much for me. Mm -hmm. So she wrote a book entitled I'll Be Gone in the Dark, which was about two thirds of the way done when she died. Wow. And just as a side note to what you said that and we can review that happens all the time. Overdosing yeah. on prescription drugs because people can't read fucking yeah. doctor's handwriting. I have taken prescription drugs the wrong way before and really done myself up. I think I took I was supposed to take one two times a day and I was taking two two times a day or something like mm -hmm. that. And it really bleeped me up. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> Pat Oswald got the book done after she was dead. Now, here's the deal. The way that he got caught is through familial DNA, through like one of these uh, genetic websites. That is happening so often. It is the day of reckoning. Wow. And, and there's a lot of controversy over whether or not it, I say if you committed a murder, we should be allowed to catch it any possible way that we can. Okay. Now, here's how it did kind of. What? If, you, if you're a murderer and we have some way to catch you like that, the familial DNA, I say do it, bro. You think that the, the law should be allowed to go through people's DNA files to catch murderers? That is like the ultimate invasion of privacy. Well, when you put it like that, it sounds kind of bad, but <laughs> I'm entrenched. Go for it, Uncle Sam. I trust you. I can't believe you just said that. They never lied to us before, Tyler. <laughs> God, you, it must be so hard living such a, a, a sad, scared life. I didn't realize I was living with a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> they brought over these blankets and they said they definitely don't have smallpox. Now, the only thing that I could say about it, and, and I'm done here, it kept it alive. Her death, the book coming out, it kept people talking about it. And, and on a lot of these datelines, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. The yep. people who just keep pushing, yep. the police will just do shit to shut you up. Like what happened with Bill Cosby and Hannibal Buress. He just kept making a joke about what it. What do you think his last name is? Isn't it Hannibal Buress? Hannibal Buress. Burris. It's Burris. all right. No big deal. Burris. Ryan, I know this isn't how we normally do Week in Review, but should I call myself out? Oh, yeah. Still really loud. I Really loud. Yeah. I have a small update on Grandma Snotbench, a.k.a. Cuban Popeye. Wait, wait. Give that to me one more. Grandma Snotbench? Grandma Snotbench, a.k.a. Oh, Cuban oh, Popeye. Oh, okay. For the audience who is not aware. Grandma Snotbench is not something you just launch at people. Without I just did. There is an old lady who wanders around our neighborhood, and she sits on the bench across from my patio. I don't know that this is true. And every morning blows snot rockets all over it. I hope that's not true, because I saw a bunch of people hanging out on that bench yesterday. I'm yeah, serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they brought a little souvenir home with them. Uh, yeah, yeah. You think it's cool, but it's not. I saw her get up from a bench this week, and she had the audacity. What, she's shitting her pants now, Tyler? To put down a napkin, Ryan. A thin napkin. Like she was sitting on a public toilet? And I like she was sitting on a public toilet. Have you ever used one of those things? Public toilets? I try not to. <laughs> and I mean a literal napkin. It, it covered half a cheek. Any day now, I'm expecting a silver alert with her photo. So you're saying just because she has dementia, the, the napkin was doing nothing? 
I'm saying because the napkin was half her butt size. You need to stop picking on this freaking lady. Well, it's just an arbitrary geriatric lady. Nobody knows who she is. Tyler, last week you said the dragonflies were the highest percentage predator. Weren't you right about that? Well, the most efficient. I hope so. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't really know. It was hard to get down to it, but I got a little information that hopefully people will enjoy. By hard to get down to it, do you mean you just didn't want to read through the data? Typed in a few things. It didn't. It really didn't. I, I went on my own direction, Tyler. Are, this may not shock you, but I did my own thing. You are the you are the type of person that unless Google gives you a specific number when it pops up, you are not clicking a link. I need it to, to, at the very top of the page to give me all the information I need. If I need to go further than that, you failed me, Google. All right. Now, have you ever heard of a frogfish? Um, no, it's actually a really crazy looking fish. It has a 90% success rate. What happens is they open their mouth 12 times larger than when it's closed and consume prey their own size, Tyler. Wow. Basically just wear like an Edgar suit. But it's like a, oh, so it's like a blue whale, but instead of swallowing these tiny little plankton, they're swallowing something their size. Other blue whales. That's crazy. It's really incredible. Now, this is where I took it. I have the top three apex predators of their own habitat. Okay. With the the highest success rate. Oh, okay. I love this kind of game. Number three. Can I guess? Sure. Tiger. Uh, pretty damn close, Ooh. Tyler. Cheetah. Oh, che- really? Cheetah with a 58% success rate. Okay. Wow. They kill it. They drag it up to a, the top of a tree. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. It's, and they can drag things up that are way just as much as them. You're it's exactly unbelievable. Right. They're, they're frogfish of the Serengeti, Tyler. Number two, a black footed cat. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-mm. It looks like a regular house cat and it lives in Africa. It's wild and it lives in Africa. That's awesome. 60% success rate, nocturnal, makes a hunting attempt every 30 minutes. Wow. And finally, number one. How does it sleep? Is it like a dolphin where it shuts half its brain off while it hunts? Eh. Okay. African wild dogs, Tyler. Do you know about the African wild dogs? I've heard Ron McGill, the head of the Zoo Miami, talk about it where they hunt in packs and they'll just, if I'm not mistaken, just chase prey down until they just tire out. 85% success rate. You hit hit the nail right on the head. Very slight build. They are built uh, to have endurance, to run for 37 miles or more for three miles, Tyler. Okay? But... Now, this is what I think is interesting, and I made this up on my own. Wait, wait, just so I'm clear, you're saying they can run, they can sprint 37 miles an hour, and they could keep it up for three miles. For three miles or more. That's really impressive. Okay, here's what I found out, and tell me what you think about this hypothesis. Okay. They lose half of their kills to larger carnivores like hyenas and lions. You got to sacrifice something to get something. And that's what I think. What if that's evolution, that their success rate is so high because they've evolved the ability. They know they're going to lose half of it. So they had to break, you know, like we're talking about the Dow. It's always in the middle. Isn't that crazy how that works? These other animals, evolution was like, all right, well, I'm not going to be as fast as the cheetah or these guys over here. Let me make me gigantic like a tiger. You're exactly right. Or I need to be able to run forever to wear them out because I'm going to lose half of my food. Yep. And then vultures get to just swoop down and eat whatever. Those bitches. Mm-hmm. Ryan, you asked me last week, how many rings does Saturn have? Will you get the answer right if I ask you to guess? Probably not. Nope. Uh, how many do you think it is? I, I mean, I would have said one before this. Yeah, yeah. Now guess a different number. Uh, nine. 
Uh, there's actually seven. Okay. Seven. Uh, I seven, feel good about that. Seven rings, very close. Seven rings, which are made up of bits of comet, moon, and ice, with like which attracts space dust. But so if it's in the gravitational orbit, and perhaps you don't know the reason of it, why doesn't it get sucked in? Is it like satellites in our in our? Dude, we can review again. That is a great question. Yeah. Why doesn't it come in? And why does it stay all in one little line? I, why doesn't it spread out like the satellites? I'm going to Neil deGrasse Tyson this thing wow. and be a pompous asshole about it. Neil and deGrasse Tyson. Tyler, last week I asked if all people supposedly came from Mesopotamia, why are civilizations different ages? Did I find an answer? God, I hope so, because I looked it up and could not find nope. anything. <laughs> now, here's the deal, okay? Uh, while I was researching this, I was continually asking myself, am I a fucking idiot? <laughs> like, I don't know how to even Google this. What am I doing? Now, I read all sorts of interesting stuff. Have you ever heard of Samuel Morton? No. He is the father of what is now known as scientific racism, Tyler. Okay. Which I love. All and right. honestly, I think that just needs to be called science. Is that just no black people in the lab? What is, what's scientific racism? Well, what he's doing is setting up a, literally setting up a series of things where you come to that conclusion on your own. Okay. So he had the five different types of skulls where you had the, uh, you know, white, Asian, black, uh, all the different ones throughout the world. Mm hmm. And he compared them to each other and thought that the shapes of our skulls proved that the different races were separate acts of creation. So in other words, it was the evolutionary steps all sitting on a table in front of you. And Tyler, guess who was on top? White people? That's, that's <laughs> freaking crazy. I wonder if that's where highbrow and lowbrow came from. I mean, just how fortunate for the people concluding the, the results of the test that they happen to be at the top of the pyramid. You're going to have to talk to God on that one, Tyler. Or it wasn't the, our choice. Or the bottom of the totem pole, depending on how you look at and it. That's the spot to be from what I understand. Now, another thing that I wondered is, so then if, if we all, what this thing says is we all came and it's genetically provable that we all came from Africa. Yes. Okay. Lighter skin was caused by a genetic mutation mixed with evolution, where depending upon where you moved around the globe, how much melanin your skin needed Absolutely. to protect yourself. Yep. So my guess on this one is civilizations just rose and fell. Is that what it is? Like the Greek civilization died out. Chinese civilization stayed strong. So that one's older than this one. Even even languages. Latin died out, but it was the predominant language of that time. You mm. know? So. Ryan, last week you discussed people dying in hotel rooms and that it happens a lot more than people would think. It does. Were you right? I mean, I'm just going to hit yes here. Oh, yeah. Very much so. Why wouldn't so. they turn that down at any point? Very, uh, you like the pain. The info I have here is from a website that I'm unbelievably shocked we don't reference more. What do you think it is? Pornhub? <laughs> We don't want to be affiliated with them right now. Take me on. <laughs> you need me. Cracked.com. You know, we don't. We, I have cracked.com in my back pocket. If I ever don't have a segment, I could just retell one of theirs, but I never use it. Good, good, good backup. Well, there, I, I, I would tell, I would tell people I got this from cracked.com. Yeah, that's fair. They link to multiple studies that show people staying in hotels are 19 times more likely to kill themselves, making hotels a hotspot for people who want to commit suicide. Acknowledging uh, the poor people, obviously, who commit suicide. Wait, wait, so you're saying you're 19? Because people go to hotels to kill themselves yeah. so often. People don't kill themselves in their own houses as often as you would think. Correct, yeah. correct. They, they, they don't want their families to find yeah. them. They don't want to make a mess yeah, in their home. You're exactly right. 
Now, I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge these poor people who killed themselves, but I would be remiss if I didn't also acknowledge the hotel staff and the trauma they have to deal with. Yeah, You're, we've talked about this before. Yep, Ryan, if you don't mind, I'd like to, uh, to read you an excerpt copied directly from the crack.com website. It's a small section of this interview. I just, this is, comes from a man who worked in the career, in their, in the hotel industry, their whole career. He was the body finder. I'd just recently helped a woman check in who wanted a room on the highest possible floor and on the front of the building says Stransky. And you can already guess where this is going. I'd assigned her something about halfway up, but she came back while it was on break and switched to a few floors shy of the top. Suddenly, I heard a loud thud, almost like a car had hit a wall and felt the area around, around me shake. I saw one of my maintenance guys inside the lobby, barely able to stand. His radio was turned up and all I heard was yelling. The next 10, 15 uh, minutes were, was a circus. Guests in the lobby crowding around the door. Cell phones out, you pieces of garbage. All right, so she jumped. I mean, is that... Security trying to get control. Hold on. Security trying to get control from the crowd. Managers trying to clear the guests from the room as you could blah, blah, blah. Cops showing up. When they entered the room, she had displayed her luggage with all of her documents over the top of it. And for some reason, that is the detail that gives me the, the, the most pause. Obviously, she committed suicide and that's terrible. But she mapped this out in her head. Yeah. And, and that thought to me just brings me still, makes S me still. Speaks a little bit too directly to your to your soul. Uh, yeah. And I would want to leave a bit of a mystery for the people oh, who absolutely. find it, you know, like send them on a scavenger hunt. Of I'd leave guy. like a Rubik's Cube that's been finished. <laughs> what the hell does this mean? This guy didn't solve this. He just moved the stickers Wait around. Wait a minute. They're all green. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I worked in a bar for a very long time and a restaurant. And one time a guy came in and ordered the nicest steak that we had. He was wearing a, a, a suit that I assumed was really nice for him. He drank like a fish. And I'm like, this is a going away party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. And they say that people, when they come in and they are, uh, um, he gave me all his stuff. I thought it was very weird. <laughs> super. When they're super happy. Yeah. It's sometimes that's a precursor mm. for like, I'm finally going to be able to end this. Happiness will kill you. And finally, Tyler, last week we talked about Pornhub and all their crazy bleep that they got going on. Does the plot get thicker? Yes, it does. Oh, yeah. I made it louder. What is the deal with that, man? Uh, you know what? I found out today, and I don't even have anything written down here. They So much of this stuff is coming out where they ruin these women's lives, where they went around and said, hey, we want to put you on DVDs in Australia. No one will ever find out about it. And within a week, they're looking at videos of themselves getting bleeped on the internet, their families, their kids. It's incredible, man. Yeah. yeah. What a, and and. As a man who is not against pornography in, in, in most ways, I guess, it's good to see this thing kind of getting demolished here because, man, it certainly seems to stay. They put a nice little happy face on Pornhub, but it certainly seems to stand for something really terrible. Well, P Pornhub was is really good at social media and talking to fans. Marketing. And making jokes. They are so good at it. And then the moment this report came out that said, hey, they're doing shady shit. Visa and MasterCard were like, dude, we ain't doing business with you anymore. Yeah, and the, the yeah, moment, we, we talked about that last week. The moment the money talks, that's it, bro. I don't know that this is a good spot to say money talks, Tyler. 
I will take my pants off in the street. I love that thing, money talks. <laughs> me, me too. Is it me real? Too. Is it real? No, no, but you have to sign a waiver to say that you uh, you allow me Don't on. Don't do your... this, Tyler. Why are you doing this, J Mac? Please come back, Tyler. <laughs> How about when they're holding the giant big screen TV? Oh, can you help me? And then their dick just falls out. No, they unzip. Oh, Tyler, we are. <laughs> that's better than ladies getting stuck underneath. And they unzip their fanny pack, and it's just their wang. <laughs> now, Tyler. It's such an evolution from the popcorn bucket. Let's take a break. <laughs> I'm going to pretend like I didn't hear that money talks is fake. And I'm going to give you 30 bucks to pop that coochie. Yeah. Those guys. What's new, pussy toot? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's new, pussy toot? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You hate. <laughs> Those are some serious toots you got going. Those guys you hate. to be able to pretend to be cool. Tyler, you're a lot cooler back then. We're going to, through the magic of editing, we're about to do an intravenous sports segment, Tyler. Yes, we are. Now, with almost everything in my life, I look at this thing. You and I, actually, we listen very often. One of our favorite things to listen to is the Dan Lebitard Show, which is a sports podcast. Mm-hmm. And you and I don't even really care about sports all that much. I mean, not particularly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a casual fan, but I, sure. our favorite parts are the times when they don't talk about sports. Agreed. And it's not even close. But what I would tell you is they love to bet. I've never been a better. Never been my thing. Don't like losing money. Don't get that, that, that burst that people get. Agreed. I've always just been wary as somebody who deals with so many addictions, adding another one, especially one as, as, as crippling as that one. Can We're going to get you off that baby Tylenol, Tyler. I'm telling you. So I listen to them and they talk so much about betting and so much about all these different things. And like always, I think I could do that. Yeah, of course. I could do that. It doesn't even sound that hard. So what Tyler and I did, and we're not going to bore you with it. We made five picks, not against the spread. We just did some straight up picks of games that are being played at this moment. Yes. Now, through the magic of editing, number one, we're going to give you the results right away. Number two, we're going to give Tyler a penis. But with those results, we are going to be able to tell you in editing who won this round of five games that we picked. Absolutely. Let's do it right now. We went four and one. Told you we were great at it, you little bitches. Wow, congratulations. Oh, that's incredible. I don't believe that. I told you. I think. <laughs> it nailed it. I mean, nailed it. I, I mean, I, I think I did. Yeah. Tyler, we have a new line of videos coming out, something that I am proud of. I am, I'm trying to package, I'm trying to put nice little, little snippets Little, little snippets in there together of don't kill, but when you do. Okay. All right. 
That's awesome. I, I'm looking forward to it because it's been a it's been a running segment for quite a while. But now you're going to be bringing them together in a, a compilation. Well, no, well, just something that we could put out on social media. What I really like the idea of is the way that we do segments here on the show is doing segments uh, on social media where somebody could click on something and get just like a little burst of one of the little things that we do. Instead of making a segment for here, we could do something visual. That makes sense to me. Yeah, absolutely. OK, cool. I'm glad that we had this conversation now. On the very first one that's coming out, I said at the very end, you know, come to my house and I'll help you bury the body if it's not too inconvenient for me at the time. We're running out of room, Ryan. No, no but I was kidding about that. I would be so terrible in that situation. Of course you would. Yeah. Would you, do you think you could hide something like that? Absolutely not. Yeah. I would be awful in that situation. I would be, I would be like uh, Tarantino when they show up to his house with a dead person in the car. Yes. I would be like, bro, what are you doing at my house? What does the sign say in my front? Dead person storage. Okay, very good. <laughs> Thank God for 2020. Am I right? Does but, it? Does it? Is there a sign out outside of my house that said "Dead Person Storage"? <laughs> does it say "Dead Person Storage"? It sounds like I'm watching this movie on TNT. Uh, so, th this is the deal. I I listen to some of these Datelines or some of these true crime podcasts where they pull somebody into interrogation and they start questioning them about this stuff, and I'm thinking. How could you not just totally fold under that pressure where you know I'm about to get caught? Uh, some people, I mean, first of all, if you're talking about sociopaths, you, they go into it with no problem whatsoever. Well, I think sure. a, I think a lot of people are sociopaths. Some, I think some people are get, get wrapped up in it by sociopaths, and they're just regular people in bad circumstances. Oh, absolutely. And there's a... Um, uh, and certain people are prone to, let's call them sociopathic tendencies, where they're not full-blown sociopaths, but they can forget their morals in a moment. You know, I think I, I think I've got, I've got some of that. Yeah. I, I think I live my life in some of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Tyler, what do you have going on this week, bro? You're dressed like an artist. I know you got something working in that old melon of yours. I want to hear what's going on. Ryan, yes. I am so excited physically to give well, yeah. Look at to these give nipples. Another one. I had no clue that that did that. I learned it today. Huh. Be like me. Oh my goodness, Tyler. My goodness. Tell people what that is. Hunter S. Thompson, eat your heart out. He's dead. Be like me. Oh, yeah, that's true. I guess it would be Ash at this point. Mm. You know the format of this segment, Ryan, but for those who don't know, I pick a subject about myself and break it down in three easy-to-follow tips. That way, all of you can learn how to be just like me. Now, can I ask before we do this, why would somebody want to do that? That is a great question question, Ryan, uh -huh. shut the hell up. Oh, now, <laughs> no, that is an excellent question. Now to the layman, these guided tutorials to life may seem a bit ridiculous when you first hear them, but I promise you, if you follow these three easy steps, you'll be on your way to being just like me for this. Be like me. It's all about adding excitement to your life, Ryan, about building up those chemicals so you can feel that, that rush, that heat that life has to offer. I struggled with that. I, I will tell you because 
we're, we're doing a podcast here and we need content to fill up time. I'll go with you, but I just, I'm not really buying it. I'm, I don't know that I want to be like you and mm. take this with all due respect. No, it just, no, please. It looks like hell. Absolutely. But you know what? I'm glad you said that because that means I just get to prove a doubter wrong. I get to prove my haters wrong, baby. Haters are just likers who don't know yet. Am I right? <laughs> I mean, just the corniest shit ever, but you're absolutely right. I have I have no way of, of saying this any, one's going out to all my likers. Anything against that. Hey, we should just start a movement of likers. A bowel movement. One note before we begin. Usually these are done to help improve your, the listener's life. This week, though, it's all, as I said, about improving the adventure and excitement in your life and having a little more fun. Everybody can have a little bit more fun, Ryan. That I will agree with. Mm -hmm. Everybody could use a little bit more fun in their life, except for drug addicts. Maybe slow it down a bit. Yeah, you're having too much fun. Yeah, honestly. And I haven't seen you smile from all your fun in quite some time. You're borrowing the fun from the future and you are running out, sir. Eat a cracker. (laughs) You're looking gaunt. (laughs) A white person? That's bath salts, Tyler. For this week's Be Like Me, Ryan, Uh are you excited? Let's do it, man. We're going to talk about disregarding, and for you overachievers out there, completely ignoring your sexuality. Now, I can hear your thoughts. Why would I want to do that? That that, that seems problematic. I'm going to tell you in three easy-to-follow steps why you want to do that. Are you ready for some sweet, sweet divertido, Ryan? I do love that you have taken that that thing that you smoke cigarettes out of and turned it into a a lecturing implement. It is my baton. I prefer it that way. Oh, I love it. I love it. What do they call it? The conductors. It is my wand to get the orchestra alive. Sing to me, maestro. Numero uno, Ryan. This first step is a general rule of life, not just for be like me. Get a hobby. I know most of you think you already have one, but alas, collecting butt plugs and sandpapering your wooden dildos just ain't (laughs) cutting it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who does that? It's a very esoteric hobby, Ryan. It's the weirdest chat group I've ever been in. It's a very in club. Unsubscribe. (laughs) When, When I say get a hobby, I mean get so involved with something, you lose track of everything else. As silly as it might sound, at an early age, I chose video games. Mm. And boy, let me tell you, I haven't stopped since. You're you're submerged. <laughs> no, I literally haven't stopped. I've got a game paused upstairs, and I'd like to get back to it when this is over. Uh, what is it you're playing? The planet Magrathia won't save itself, Ryan. What is it you're playing? Uh, right now, I'm playing Cyberpunk. Oh, really? Because uh, it seems like you haven't really been enjoying it, oh, Tyler. Ryan, Ryan just wants me to hate this game. Well, I'm game. just saying, we, we, I, I, he looked forward to it for such a long time. I don't mean to intrude. I'm just saying you look you really do mean to you look disappointed with the game. Let's move forward. It, because you just stand in my doorway and watch me play the game. He keeps trying to convince himself that he loves it, but his eyes are sad and it's just disappointed. And I understand, bro. I get it. My eyes are behind glasses. You can't see how sad they actually are. My assumption. Step Two, Ryan. Okay, you're going to want to let that tension build up for a while. Like an ever so delicate souffle, you need to let this process bake on its own. Let it rise. Absolutely. Don't open the door. Don't even turn on the light to look at it. You set an internal timer, and only when that timer goes off, may you put that hot, moist, creamy souffle out of the oven and into your mouth. You're losing me here because you had me, but now you're just grossing me out. Now, the thing that I'm not supposed to look at 
That's my sexuality? Yes. Okay. Oh, now, and I know you have another one, and I want to okay. get to the bottom okay. of this. How is ignoring my sexuality going to benefit me in the future? Mm -hmm. Well, you know that motto, Ryan, where it says step one, step two, profit. You don't understand what I'm saying? I know in God we trust, Tyler. Um, What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you said a motto. I said a motto. What's a motto with you? <laughs> Why do you always do this to I me? I pray to God that that does not make it onto the airwaves. <laughs> you should have to revel in your shame. You should. We should not be allowed to bounce that off the satellite and into other people's ear holes. As I said, you set an internal timer. And when that timer is done, you take it out of the oven, out of your oven, Ryan. You're disgusting me. You're making my skin crawl right now Absolutely. with your self-help talk. It's all gonna come back. It's all gonna come together okay. in step three. I don't love a souffle. I overrated, I think. I've a never had a souffle before. Right. Now, with all this souffle talk, how would I know when my internal timer is done? Is it gonna give me a ringy dingy? What am I looking for? That's an excellent question, Ryan. Well, you you asked me to say it off air. Oh, theater of the mind, Ryan. <laughs> Excellent question, Ryan. I yeah. have to say, because that's written down here. Yeah, uh -huh. The buzzer has gone off when you feel like you literally can't live with yourself anymore. Okay. Every day is mental pain and yeah. just getting out of bed is a challenge. So you don't even do it. That's when the souffle is just right. Wow. I feel like I'm nailing this metaphor. I bet it's impossible to tell. I've never baked a souffle before. It's a bit belabored, but I'm willing to go down this path with you. Step three, Ryan, and thank you for making it all this way with me. I think this is the, the, the piece de resistance, as it, as it were. This is God and David touching wieners or whatever. <laughs> you were reading a different Bible. I don't know. <laughs> how those pictures get in there is that's what I want to know. Step three, enjoy the fruits of your labor, you fruit. If you have followed these steps to the letter, then you're ready to dine on success. Once that door swings open again, it's gonna release a face-melting cloud of steam. You've been so hungry for so long, so famished that all food looks amazing. The whole world will be your buffet. Sure, you might become wow. fat with AIDS and you'll certainly get the herpes stretch marks, but those will be your AIDS and those will be your herpes stretch marks. Be proud of them, you bumpy crotched pansexual riddled with aids i'm tyler menendez and that was be like me whoa the dismount whoa. wait ryan if you couldn't tell the moral of that was to just be yourself I, what is the herpes stretch marks what is that? Uh, it's just saying the natural processes that our bodies go through as we age, the herpes that you get from this be like me, is just something, another thing to be proud of, Ryan. It's just a thing, a, a, your body's way of saying, hey, look at me, I have lived. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, that's my fault for asking that question. Tyler, thank you for whatever the fuck that was. You are welcome. It definitely filled up some time. Nobody could say that it didn't. And, uh, you know, uh, let's never, ever discuss it again. Until we have to listen to it later today. Oh, God damn it. <laughs>
Or you get, you, you get stretch marks in my ear canals. No, what I'm most excited for is that warm, moist souffle. Let's move forward, Tyler, because listen, I phoned in my segment this week and it's still better than yours. My, oh, get out of here. I, that, was, no. that was so much fun to you write. You didn't put any effort into that. It was what? obviously off the top what? of your head. Honestly, that was just disgusting, Tyler. What are they talking Try about? a little bit. I can't do everything. Why don't you have a computer out? <laughs> Theater of the mind. All right, Tyler. I am, I don't even have a name for this and I'm coming up with it as I'm doing it right now because this is pathetic on my part. This is lowest common denominator theater, okay? I am about to give you a report on something that we shouldn't have any care about, on something that I'm embarrassed that I'm even bringing up and I barely have any information on it. Those are my things that I love the most. LCD theater, welcome to it. I didn't make anything for it. Here we are. I, I heard about that. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That looks that sounds insane. I know, it's nuts. And and honestly, the world will never be the same. Tell the, the That's L C D Theater. <laughs> no, no, I can't, I can't. It's like holy shit. Wow, that was abstract. <laughs> That's L C D three in a theater in three words. I am just going to tell you about something that was reported on that probably shouldn't. I don't understand it. There's no need for us to talk about it, but here we are. Tyler Mia Khalifa. Heard of her? Um, I have she's an artist, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Her body is her tool. She is no longer a porn star. She used to be a porn star. We did a whole episode on her one time. Yeah. Mia Khalifa. Yeah. What was the? What were we talking about on that? Uh, about her. Re her telling about how she got so underpaid from her work in the porn yep. industry. Yep. And and then the people, the bang bros that worked with her, hit back and said, "We actually uh, paid you six figures." And so it was a, a lot of, of of he said, she said. I love that when you're talking about a legal circumstance. And the person on one side of the of the courtroom is the Bang Bros. It's just fantastic. This you, is what we're talking about with Pornhub. They've just like normalized all of this stuff. Well, I, and I think it's been a long time coming. We are so repressed. Hi -yo! We, we are so repressed in this country with with nudity and all that. Where now you have people going the other way, where they're like into like ridiculously hardcore stuff. But this is what I'm talking about. Do you think? And yes, I do think that we're repressed with the human body. I'll tell you with my son. I am way more apt to watch an extremely bloody and violent movie than I am to watch something with boobs in it. Yeah. And boobs are the most natural thing in the world. Yeah. Not breastfeeding, though. Yuck. So here is this unsolicited news that isn't news. Okay. I'm not sure why, but there is a video of Mia Khalifa walking her dog. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not so shocking. No, I and mean, the, the pa paparazzi gets those shots every day of the week. And here's the deal. And I can't even wrap my mind around this. I just don't understand it. Okay. So Mia Khalifa is the dog goes to the bathroom. Okay. 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 So seemingly she has forgotten her doggy bags. So she just leaves it. You would think, I mean, that's annoying. Have you ever, have you ever been in a situation where you have to clean up after a dog? No, I hope nobody in Tamarack is listening. I used to just pretend like I was bending down and pick it up. Well, as soon as all the cars and everybody who was there was gone, I just put that bag right back in my pocket. I just keep on walking. Sorry, Tamarack. You're a terrible person. I just don't like touching poop, Tyler. It's the warmth in my hand. It just feels wrong. I, who's the master here? You or me? That's the dog letting you know how much he loves you. Have dogs domesticated humans? Because I don't ever see him picking up my poop. I'll think, tell you that right now. I think now. that might, well, they'd eat it. They don't ever bring me dinner or anything like that. At mm. least a cat will bring me a dead bird every now and then. So what she does is she takes off her mask and picks up the dog poop with it. 
Uh, she has on a COVID nineteen mask. She takes off the mask, picks up the poop with it. I, I, I mean, okay. I mean, I'm. You're being resourceful. I'm caught in the middle where she went to the 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 closest thing she could go to to pick up this poop, and I applaud her. That was disposable. For, I, I, that was disposable. Sure. I applaud her for going above and beyond to make sure she cleans up after I, herself. I agree, and yeah. I don't know that I would have thought of that. That's, yeah, it's that's, it, it's odd, but but when I really think about it, hey, more power to you. Here's where things go sideways. Oh, it gets weirder. Yeah. Uh, why would I why would I tell this story if that's where it ended? Did she put the mask back on? <laughs> she walked over to the garbage can to throw away the excrement and not the mask. She then proceeded to put the mask back on, Tyler. No. Put the ma- Now, what? Now, I'm going through this in my mind, okay? How is this possible? Because I'm imagining she's not putting on, I don't know if I'm allowed to say Indian war paint anymore. I know I can't say sitting Indian style. Mm-mm. And I didn't. Crisscross applesauce. Correct. Uh, okay, fine. Applesauce war paint. And uh. I'm thinking, how is this possible? What if it's a dry dog poop? What if it's one of those white dog poops? Well, I guess that's been outside for a long time, but just slides right off. Does that buy her anything in the way of public integrity? Absolutely not. No, no. Well, so if it was just, I, I hate to say this, but if it was just doggeria, it wouldn't make you think less of her than if it was a dry poop. Uh, well, yes. Okay. Thank you. I see. You're just, you're just answering the way that society wants you to answer. I ask, I'm asking you to think about this because I don't have much. Yes, Ryan. They are both awful. Like our dad used to say, it's the difference between jumping off the 28th floor or the 30th floor. That's why I shot him. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Sorry, Papa. Um, Love you, Papa. So the record producer, Benny Blanco, have you ever heard of that person? I don't know who that's, that is. I can't tell if that's the greatest name I've ever heard or the worst. It's the guy you love to hate. And he was covertly recording her from behind a nearby vehicle. You know, and paparazzi does this Good shit. Good on you, America. Paparazzi does this shit all the time. But for some reason, in light of the Me Too movement and all that stuff, the fact that they're doing it to a woman, a porn star, is extra creepy. I think this is showing progress. Let's stop just going after white middle-aged men. Let's start getting some of these young hot B-words. You know what I mean? White guy ranch. She- <laughs> what about the immigrants? Has anybody brought that up? Why is no one talking about them? <laughs> now, she has come out and she has addressed it, Tyler. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Was there? Did she save face at all? Are you doing this on purpose? Now- she, now, how would you think it would be better for her to say that's not true? That is true. What do you what would you prefer? The, the photos were doctored and he's making me out to look uh, really terrible. That's not how it went down. Honestly, this is straight from Mia Khalifa. I'd rather be shamed for this than for not wearing a mask. At least I'm not an anti-masker. She's taking full credibility for it, and she's shifting blame to people like Pierce Morgan who are caught without a mask on in the back of a cab. Even though all the people are yelling at them, all you mother bleepers aren't wearing a mask at some point in time. You're just not famous, and you like to be outraged by bleep. This, out of all the mouth stuff that I find to be disgusting, like Alicia Silverstone feeding her baby by chewing up the food first. It's weird you said mouth stuff. Mouth stuff. Um, uh, that, that might be the worst. That might be the worst. It, that, that's, that's really, really awful. It's definitely what, what he's referencing is that Alicia Silverstone, one of my childhood crushes from Clueless, mm-hmm. just in that yellow schoolgirl outfit. I mean, iconic. She has now gone from that to chewing up food and spitting it into her kid's mouth. There's a video of it on YouTube. If you are into that shit, 
uh, get after Even it. Even if you're not, check it out. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I, it, it got me going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that we, you hate the mouth stuff. You hate the sounds of mouth and saliva and all that stuff. So I've used it a lot on this show. Well, it's like, yes, I've noticed. Yeah. It's like, um, it's, it's the opposite of ASMR. The way that people chewing things and all that stuff really uh, puts people at ease. I am in the group that is the opposite of that. I'm there with you, man. I do not like it at all. When I hear somebody chewing, it makes me want to jump out of my own skin. Yep. And it's unfortunate to say in 20, soon to be 21, my mind goes to, I pray to God that this isn't fake. Like, I don't know if this is some sort of, it, you have to think about it. It has to, it, it's, I'm talking about it. And that's where we are. We just want people to talk about bleep. Well, this is a segment that's all about we can review because I got to look this up. We'll I, have, out. I have got to double check this. Mia Khalifa, if you can hear this, still think you're pretty sexy. So, you know, that's, that's all good. You're a shithead. Shit mouth. And that is that, Tyler. Shit we chin. did it. I am running on fumes. Am I standing? I don't know. Should should we be allowed to judge her openly? Does that does acting like that in public allow us to judge her without feeling bad about ourselves? You know, it's really tough because it's so it would be a lifetime pursuit to get your brain to a place where you don't automatically judge things. I mean, Nirvana, heaven on earth, all those certain things, that might be what they're talking about where you don't form opinions on whether things are good or whether things are bad, but it's very you have to be extremely enlightened to not look at that and be like, you just put dog shit on your face. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the, the, the instinctual reaction uh, when you first hear the news, because I think, like you said, any sane human being, well, not any, he, some uh, people put a lot of effort into no, not no, 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 no. What, what I mean is, is that you say a sentence like that, catching somebody off guard, you have to be a special kind of person and not be like, wait, what did you just say? Maybe there are contributing factors. <laughs> Let's give her the benefit of the doubt. I'm so glad we got so much off of this because I, I mean, no, a, and it's it's yeah. a very interesting story, and I don't mean the instinctual reaction of should we judge her. I'm talking about now that we have thought it out. We're talking about it like fully logical people. Should we allow to be to openly judge her for that? I because I want to say no. Based upon what? Just for being good people, and if that she's not affecting anybody negatively, she's doing that. It's her own mouth, and and you know we shouldn't judge her harshly. Uh, and I think that that's a respectable thing. You could think that that's a cuckoo bananas thing to do, and also still not attack Mia Khalifa. I'd prefer you don't do that. Just as like you know, somebody's hanging out. I mean, do you have scope? Do you have a little banaka? What what are you gonna do about that breath, baby? Um, yeah, you just eat garlic and you're fine. And it's just shit garlic. Feed it to the uh, dog. She'll get it later. Um, <laughs> circle of life, Tyler. Tyler, we've got a bunch of stuff going on. Go to those guys you hate. That is a hub to get to Instagram, to get to YouTube, to get to Twitter, all these different places. Those guys you hate.com. None of that dot net shit, okay? Don't I worry about that. I thought it was that. those guys you hate.org. Do I have that wrong? No, we are not an educational website. I am going to need to <laughs> cancel those business cards if anybody's listening from Vista print or whatever. Every single one is just going to be scratched out on the end with blue pen <laughs> markings. Damn it. <laughs> Flip over. Uh, yeah, so please go to those guys you hate.com on Instagram, those guys underscore you hate. Um, and yeah, like Ryan said, we're doing a bunch of cool stuff. We got a, we got a lot of big stuff going on and, and, mm -hmm. and this is, I think our first round of putting all this stuff out there and figuring out how social media goes and all that stuff. We're, we're getting our feet under us. 
Now I feel like we have a fundamental base and now hopefully we can make it better. And if you guys have any sort of uh, suggestions, if you have anything, any sort of compliments that you want to directly give me, go to thoseguysyouhate.com. If you have anything that you think could make the, the show better, keep that shit to yourself. If you're old, email us at podcast at thoseguysyouhate.com or you could find us at Be My Eyes. Uh, no. I that's a pretty direct connection. I think just get on there. And, uh, I don't think that's a social media platform. Put the iron on your face. Tyler, what's the moral of the story <laughs> that you cannot be trusted around blind people. Sorry about that, sir. Um, the moral of the story is listen, guys, I say this every time I do the segment, all you have to do is just listen to me. Just listen, be more like me. I understand there are a little kind of crazy rules, but just be like me and your life will come together, guys. He's empty on the inside and he does he won't bowl any punches about it. He'll tell you. What He's does that have to do with anything that I'm talking very about? Very unhappy. I, and I don't know that you want to follow that path because it's the path less taken on purpose. Oh, what? You just want to feel good the rest of your life? I just want to be able to stand up when I want to. Um, <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> Look at you vertical idiots. Overrated. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? I'm sure there are guys out there that are into hairy buttholes, but I think that you're safe to err on the side of getting rid of that stuff. If you meet a guy who's into that, you could grow it back pretty quickly. I would assume we can review. I'll figure out how long the average. Well, I don't know if I want to. We already through. did this anyway. How, what? How long is the average butt crack? And, <laughs> and we couldn't find an answer. I was talking about how long it would it would take to grow your little mullet back there again. I think it depends on the person, the climate, where you are on the on the globe. The one thing I will say, ladies, is and trust the, trust me from somebody who is who is just now. Uh, I'm so scared where this is going. Finally accepted that he likes men. I promise me, I, I I promise you when I tell you that if a guy likes a hairy butt crack, he will share it with you. He's he headed. will he will happily yeah. tell yeah. you that he likes it. Yeah, yeah. And and it's he's also probably one of those guys that's gonna slowly move to girls with big clits and then just to guys with smaller dicks. So <laughs> Or guys with bigger dicks. <laughs> I'm just looking for a giant clip. It's an evolutionary <laughs> chain, Tyler, like the skulls. Uh, so I'm just saying, everybody, you know, tell your daughters, everybody, let's let's get on this. Yeah, you got to pass that stuff down, man. Tell your sons. It's like manscaping. Yes, tell your sons too. And we love you guys so much. Thank you for coming on this ridiculousness so with us. We had so much fun. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. All right, how are these levels looking? All right, they look good. Beautiful. Danny Tutos. Check, check, check. Why is this so low in my headphones, brother?
Check, 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 okay, check, okay, okay, I got a way to start off pregame, okay, um, it is being reported by multiple news sources that a number of European countries are halting flights from the UK, following the discovery of a new fast spreading COVID-19 variant, COVID-20, there's, they are literally stopping flights from the country. They're, it looks like they're quarantining, quarantining the country. We're being put on quarantine without our own decision, Tyler. Quarenta. Uh, sure. 40. I don't know if this is helpful. Uh, yeah. Hey, dude, we're in a bad situation here, brother. Yeah. We're, yeah. Yeah. Why, why have we become such idiots? What happened? Uh, convenience. Convenience. The, the small number of us who are brilliant and work hard. Oh, the small number of you guys? I meant of, po- of our population. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I am definitely not putting myself in that category. Go on. I did set myself up for that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, tell, me, tell me about these meetings that you go to. <laughs> well, it's an email chain, actually. And if you don't send a reply in five minutes, you get bad luck. If you reply to all. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, the greatest minds of our of our species leading up to this time has paved the way for the convenience that we have today. And it's only going to get worse until, until our downfall, until it topples us like uh, like the a post-apocalyptic movie, Idiocracy. You third world countries don't know how good you got it <laughs> enough. Honestly. Oh, I'm Honduras and I have the greatest number of murders in the world. Big deal. Sure. You know what? Look, I know where all of my meals are going to come from, but I don't know what facts are. So, what? you know, I don't know if that's any good. It's a trade-off uh, with the devil. Fuck it. Uh, now, Tyler, I have something planned here for pregame. Now, I just want to do a quick little interview of you, Tyler. Okay. Are you ready for that? Yes. I got a couple, I got a couple change-up pitches here in the middle, so get ready for it. Tyler. Apple and Facebook are fighting on data collection. Mm-hmm. Who do you trust less? Oh, Facebook. Yeah. Facebook. Apple, Apple's whole thing. They it, seem to be in the right on this one, but I don't know who did. Much like I said, I know where my next meal is coming from. I don't know what's real. I will tell you this. Apple is a hardware company. They sell computers. They sell all this different hardware. So they stress security. But you your, don't think that any of that data, I guess none of their revenue is coming from your data at oh, all? Oh, no, 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 no. Absolutely. They're stealing your data, okay. but it's them stealing it. They're saying nobody outside is going to have your data. They obviously don't advertise we're taking that shit, Yeah, but they, they are working for privacy for themselves. Facebook is all about information collection. They don't that, want privacy. That is the product. Yes. You, you, and you know what this kind of reminds me of is... Um, Shit, I just had it and I lost it. About mm. last week, we, we were talking about something exactly like this. And it's gone. Okay, so, yeah, this is good radio. F you, Mark Zuckerberg. Domestic terrorist. And, uh, you know, you could take this Steve Jobs and, and recast it. I, I don't know. I'm going to work on that one. Okay, Tyler. And revive it. Second question in your interview. If you found out that Michael Jackson's Rock With You was about a crib, would you like the song less or more? Uh, I'd have to say I'd stay right where it is because I would love the premise, but I would hate it in public because, you know, image and whatnot. Oh, I understand. So you don't assume that it's directly about baby bleeping? I don't think so, no. Okay, well, you know what? Step your game up, Michael Jackson. And honestly, when was the last time you put out something good? I feel like he's getting buried here in the music landscape. 
Yeah, it's really hard to keep up with the modern age of music, you know, with the electronic and all that stuff. He was ahead of his time, but his time was back then. Madonna has done it across generations and eons. And now that I'm thinking about it, I've never seen Madonna and Michael Jackson in the same place at the same time, Tyler. Uh, I mean, they were both held up by strings by the end. Wait, is Madonna still alive? You're thinking of Pinocchio. And finally, Tyler. Oh, he was a real boy at the end. Spoiler alert. Oh, Michael Jackson would love that. Now, <laughs> no, I think he'd like it more as his nose grew. I'm a real boy. <laughs> oh, no. Tyler, finally, my last interview, the hard hitting interview question that people want to know. Uh huh. We didn't pick up the mail and you got yelled at for it. What the F? And and the lady was upset. Now I was, now I will say this and I have to be delicate as I say this because I don't want it to come off as if I'm- This should be easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am covered, uh, quote unquote, covered in tattoos. And when I heard the heart pounding on the door, I did not know that, I thought it was like uh, uh, an emergency of com some kind. It was. Uh, Sure, yeah, okay. She was going postal. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I liked it, but did you? I did a little that bit. That makes me question your, your your quality judgment and jokes. Tyler. If you haven't judged it up to this point, then that's on you, my friend. Huh? Uh, yeah. And I heard her pounding on the door, so I opened the door, and she'd already made it back to her car, and she turned, she whipped around, ready to just be. And and I think the sight of me, uh, uh, a tall man covered in tattoos, caught her off guard. Fully erect. So she, well, yeah, you would think she'd be used to it by now, though. And she uh, yelled at me. Um, or I would say gave me a stern talking to. Now, when you say a stern talking to, you mean like a good natured parent or that wise old janitor that works in all of these high schools and the teen movies? If, if you'd like, I can give you a, a, a recreation Would of you it. give me a synopsis, Tyler? Absolutely. Okay. Don't, don't. Now, all names have been changed to protect the innocent. This is just a recreation. Absolutely. Okay, go Absolutely. ahead. What do you got? So, so I, Javier... Oh uh, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, and uh, and the, and the, the male lady got out, and she turned around. Her name, obviously, Maria. Maria, and she turns around and she whips her hand around over her head. Castanets or no castanets? And she goes for this story, yes. And she and she whips her hand around and she looks at me, takes me in for a second, and goes, "Hey, you haven't picked up your mail." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry." She goes. There's a package in there that if you don't pick it up by tomorrow, we're sending it back. Wow. And, and all I could do was be apologetic. I'm just standing there feeling insecure in the doorway of my own home, my place of solitude. Yeah. And this woman is just tearing me yeah. to shreds. And I agree with everything she's saying. And I do too. And this is my first time hearing these details. And with my shame and embarrassment of being the ages that we are and not picking up our mail, uh, I think that I speak for everybody when I say, fuck you, lady. Don't talk to my brother like that. Pick up your own goddamn mail. You're not in charge of getting me my mail. You're in charge of putting my mail in a box and then scurrying back off to your little rat hole. Okay? You are you work a government job. Nobody cares about you. You're like a DMV in a box. You're just nasty. Nobody wants you. When you shoot up the place, we get it. Keep it in your own little cubicle. And uh, I, I don't want to overreact. I, no, I, I couldn't agree more okay, with that, good, everything good. you're saying. No, because we were wrong, but don't bring that shit to me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you I, deal with it. I will say, I mean, come on, let's be honest. Post office, uh, pretty much going the way of the newspaper with the internet whoa. these days. You're so lucky Amazon took you on as yeah. its little stepchild. <laughs> you're you're nailed, welcome. You nailed the jackpot with that, you're man. You're welcome. Just keeping you, keeping you alive by somebody else's riches. You're like Rose on the door, but pretty soon you'll be Jack. So be very careful the way that you talk to us. Mm. Mm -hmm. All right, Tyler, you ready to kick this bitch off? Let's do it. Mm. 